In the previous year, we studied various tshuvas of the Achronim regarding the payment of severance to an employee upon the termination of his employment. In this year, we study additional rulings of the Achronim on this topic. The earliest tshuva I'm aware of to discuss severance is a tshuva in the Mayim Chaim, which is the tshuva's Mayim Chaim, Chashem Mishpat, Simon Vav. His discussion, the part of the tshuva that deals with severance, is actually very brief, just a small paragraph, not comprehensive at all at the end of the tshuva, but nevertheless, it is the earliest discussion of this topic of which I'm aware. The tshuva deals with a community that had engaged a shochet, and then, due to certain changes in the community circumstances, it took away the business from him, it, it began to, uh, it withdrew the shechita that it used to give him, and, he, and, and it no longer wanted to pay him. The community claimed that it was, it was an onus, due to their changed circumstances, they had no choice, they couldn't give him the business anymore, the bulk of his tshuva deals with that claim. Was the community indeed justified in withdrawing its business? Did they really have no choice? Was it justified in withdrawing the business from him? The end of the tshuva, though, he deals with severance. The very last paragraph in the end of Simon Vav, page 110 of the booklet, he writes, The calls Ladina. Ladina, we can discuss whether the community is, is exempt because of onus. Avon Haroi. The right thing to do is, he says, even if the community is indeed considered anusim, and it's potter mikra din from paying the shochet, nevertheless, it's the right thing to do for the community to behave toward the shochet. Other posts we saw mentioned the idea that a community is like an Adam Chashev. He just says, he focuses on the person of the shochet himself, he's poor, he has children who depend on him, anyone who has compassion on people, they'll have compassion on him, so he recommends some kind of severance, he doesn't, he doesn't get into, he doesn't bring the precedent of Hanukkah, he doesn't get into detail, but he says, he takes it as obvious, that even if they're justified in withdrawing their business from him, they should... Take, take into account his circumstances, and they should pay him something and not just cut him off entirely. Minchas Yitzchak, Chelik Vav, Simon Kuf Samach Zayin, page 111 of the booklet, has a long discussion of severance. The case occurred in Belgium. The case is as follows. The issue is primarily one of Vasisa Yashvatov. Toveya, the plaintiff, the, the worker, who, the worker who wanted a pension, who wanted severance, argued as follows. After 17 years of committed and dedicated work, he wants severance for being fired. The, the, high rate, the, the highest rate of the, the high rate of his salary per month, in, in, in accordance with his, with his final wages, 16,000 frank lachodesh. And he wants chodesh l'cholshana mishnos avodaso. He wants one month of salary per year of his work for the seventeen years of his work. But firm of pay sheyotzi v'sachakol three hundred and seventeen thousand francs. This idea of getting paid chodesh l'shana zebehesim v'kul v'anog be'eretz Yisrael. This is the custom in Eretz Yisrael. We'll discuss Mir Hashem in the final share. The custom in Eretz Yisrael, the custom in the U.S. in certain circumstances. So the plaintiff in this case wanted chodesh l'shana from his firm. And because he was compelled to go to a Dintura to get this money, he wants a surcharge who durish to Sefes past 25% Alas Kumanal. is going to dismiss that claim out of hand at the end of the Shuva, but he wants 317,000 francs 
based on Chodesh Lashana, based on a high monthly salary of 16,000 francs per month for 17 years, so he wants 317,000 francs. Chodesh March in 1968, he didn't receive his salary that month. He hadn't gone into work every day. At that time, in his judgment, his presence was only required at certain times, certain important things. So he, didn't, he thought he didn't have to go in every day. They cut him off. They, they did not pay salary for that month. He took that as a sign that they want him out, that they, that they want to fire him. Since they behaved improperly toward him in depriving him of his salary. He understood that they want, they, they want to push him out. He considered himself fired against his will. He wanted to keep working, but he considered himself implicitly fired, his pater, so he submitted his resignation, he said, you're pushing me out, okay, I'll, I'll do what you want, I'll resign, April 69, he said he would work until April of 1969, until that time, he continued to work until then, and he received his salary, and now he wants a pension, now he wants this worker argues, they're the ones who fired him. He's, he's arguing he didn't quit, he was fired, by, even though he did submit his resignation, but when they didn't pay him a salary, that was an implicit firing. The defendants, the firm, they argue as follows. Well, we didn't pay you, it's not because we were pushing you out, because we were trying to fire you. We were hoping you would understand. You weren't showing up, and you weren't doing the work. So it was a reminder that you need to actually do your work. And you quit. You quit because you were you were offended. You, you didn't like the fact that we didn't pay you a month's salary. We just we just were trying to say that you need to work. Uh, you need to work properly. The plaintiff, the, the worker, was invoking the Minigan Eretz Israel, the laws in Eretz Israel. We don't recognize the laws of other countries in Belgium. Hachok, the law is Demishim is Patrach for a seventeen shnos avoda. Someone who is who, who's, who's fi- someone who is mispater, who is quit or fired after someone who's fired, I guess, after seventeen years. Lo makabel pituim. He do, he doesn't receive. He's not entitled to severance. Achmuchuyam lo diel al pitura. They have to give him notice if they're firing him. Ulachzikov b'mishraso owed twelve months shalavoda. The most you can ask for is notice and twelve months, which you had. You had 12 months, or, or you had, or we'll give you, but that's all you get. You get notice. You don't get any pension, any severance after, 17, after only 17 years. So in Eretz Yisrael, the Menchaz Yitzchak writes, in Regal Eretz Yisrael, but they didn't do indeed paskin the need to pay some kind of severance. That's accepted among businessmen. He brings various proofs to this basic idea that even when Dinah Malchusa might not apply, if it's a minhag, we follow the minhag. He says that if that's the minhag, if Yisraelim as well, if Jews as well follow a minhag, then even if Dinah Malchusa wouldn't uh, make it binding al Tar, the minhag does, he says, and, uh, and so on and so forth. He says, however, at the, at the end of the paragraph, the neighbor together at Israel, his bottom line is, Mikolakom ain't a minhag beret Israel kaveya the defendants are right about that, that the Minogin Eretz Yisrael is not necessarily relevant for Belgium. Wherever the Minog is, 
That's where the minog is. You can't just say that it automatically applies to Belgium. Now he says, in paragraph Yimraskal Amnam, he says, Amnam Kinira Midivriya Bara Mitsara Toveya, the the plaintiff's claim, the plaintiff's counsel's claim, Shalobana El Al Inyan Vasisa Yashvatov. His claim was built on a claim for Yashris, for Vasisa Yashvatov. And he brings the Khinach that we've been discussing, that uh, even if Hanukkah itself is limited to Everdivri, Bismanabayas, but it applies to it applies in a in a Musr sense, in a sense of Yosher, even Bismanazeh in the context of ordinary employment. However, the Mechaz Yitzchak says, but if that's the claim, if the claim is of Nimashur Sadin, then, and the claim is a Hanukkah type of payment, we have to consider the, one of the fundamental questions they're arguing about, which is, who is the, what happened here? Did they fire him or did he quit? We discussed and we discussed the Chinuch, to what extent, it's not, not entirely clear, to what extent the exact parameters of the Iker Mitzvah of Hanukkah apply to the to the Yishma Chacham V'Yosef Lekach, application of Hanukkah to employment, Minchas Yitzchak seems to understand that the that the rules of Hanukkah itself apply to the this type of Lufim Meshur Sadin Hanukkah as well. And he says, the Chinuch says that since we, since we learn Hanukkah from there, that Yotzin Begiron Kesef, as we discussed at the time, if someone if the Evid goes out on his own, he he refunds a prorated amount of his purchase price, and he goes free, he's not entitled to Hanukkah, when he, on his own initiative, redeems himself, the same thing applies to the Chinuch's application of Hanukkah to employment, the understands, it wouldn't apply if the employee quits it would only imply if he was fired. So we have to understand who is the, who is the, what happened here? Did they fire him or did he quit? He goes on, however, The council of the, of the, of the plaintiff, of the worker, argued as follows. They were connected together for 17 years. He served him with dedication and with uh, faithfulness. Paul He made great efforts to improve and to expand the business. and to increase the profitability of the business. Is that fair to just throw him out with nothing, nothing beyond his compensation? The, the other partner, the other members of the business, they got quite rich. Baruch Hashem, is that really fair that they shouldn't give him anything? And the worker is ill and he's, uh, he's not well. So he says, If that's really true, He worked uh, faithfully. And he's poor and he's ill and he's not well. And the, the, the employers are rich. There's no question. Even if Hanukkah itself, other posts can we saw kind of lumped Hanukkah and Lefimashur Sadin together. Minchaschinoch separates them. He says Hanukkah itself, even the Yishmachacham Yosef Lekach of Hanukkah, is limited to the circumstances in which Hanukkah itself would apply. The, the Hanukkah Mikra Din. But Lefimashur Sadin is much broader, he assumes. And even in a case where, even in a case maybe where he quit, Still, he says, the Lefimashur Sadin would apply if they're rich and he's poor and he's sick and he worked really hard and he's responsible for the success of the business. This is the discussion of other Akronim as well. 
whether Basin can be co-philophimishurthidin, can they actually compel him to pay, or can they just use moral suasion, can they use words to persuade him to pay, Lacroso avarian, we can call him an avarian if he doesn't want to pay, we can tell him he's mechuyiv, we're not going to force him, we tell him it's a real chiyiv, and he's an avarian if he doesn't do it, we, we, we give him tochacha, musr, and we encourage him to be sympathetic to the, to the plaintiff. He goes on, he says, he says, I emphasized, if this is true, if what the plaintiff is claiming is if that's really what happened. He says there are contradictions here, he says, the, 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 in, they all agree that the worker wasn't going in all the time, is it because they didn't need him, he says, they say he was abandoning the work, he says they didn't need him all the time, then he says that he had a heart condition, so he wasn't going in all the time, he had machmas machlaso, baskafas alev, so he goes back and forth discussing exactly why he wasn't going in, how, how that would affect the din, he brings the halachas of Nevad Ivri, who was chala, so he goes back and forth on this question of whether uh, he's really as deserving as he makes it sound or not, and he goes on and he says, but at the end of this discussion, he goes back and says, Kol These questions about why he wasn't working are relevant again to Ikra Adin. If we're talking about this is toward the end in the second column. We certainly don't, shouldn't take into account the fact that he let up on the work a little bit because he was ill. We shouldn't count that as, uh, as not doing his work properly. He did what he could. He, he worked hard, and when, and when he was sick, he didn't do he didn't do uh, as much as he used to. In order to fulfill the imperative of the basin has the right to award some sum of money based on their judgment. To give that to the plaintiff as hanaka. We can't just award him according to the minog of Eretz Yisrael, because again, that's not the minog in, uh, in Belgium, that minog doesn't apply here. That claim about the, the Zilusa de Beidina, the Tevea said, you dragged me into Bastin, I want a surcharge, that's certainly not a claim, even if there was a chi of gummer that he had to go to Basin to collect, we don't award surcharges because you had to go to Basin. Certainly, if it's on the Fimashur Sadin, there's no makum for a surcharge. So you don't take into account Eretz Yisrael because that's not the local minog, and you don't take into account this claim for a surcharge. Rak, if he owned in Datchem, as we saw other poskim as well, many poskim say that when you, that Lefimashur Sadin, that's the signature feature of Lefimashur Sadin, that it's not cut and dried, it's situational, it's subjective. The basin has to make a judgment that kafi omdin datchem lasos yasher v'atov to do what is right. What's yasher v'atov? Utsrichim lahodiel anetvayim. They have to explain to the netvayim carefully. We saw this in the pasach in the in the pasach We want to make it clear that the difference between din l'fimashur to din. They have to make it clear to the defendants that that we're 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 we're, we're telling you to pay not because it's ikra din, but because shazeh machmas hayasher v'atov. It's a form of l'fimashur sadin. Moshe Sternbach has a discussion of pensions as well in Shuvas Van Hagos, in, in Chela Gimel, Simon Tafai and Gimel, page 113 of the booklet. He brings much of the same material that we saw in the other postkim. He brings the Sefer Achinach about the Indian of Lathimashur Zadin. Again, he, he, he kind of combines Lathimashur Zadin with the Chinach. He brings a discussion about whether we could be Kofa on Lathimashur Zadin. He brings the Shuva, the Pasadacha. And he says, uh, he brings additional svaras as well. He brings that, that first of all, he says you can't 
the, a minui from Melechus HaKodesh, when you, when, you, when you hire somebody for a position of uh, Melechus HaKodesh, he says, you can't fire somebody at all, that's a halach in Arachayim, that we don't fire, we don't fire Klei Kodesh. Additionally, he says that there is a, a need to give notice. The Gemara doesn't discuss giving notice in the context of employment, but it discusses it in the context of rent, of a, a landlord and a tenant, that they have to give each other proper notice to find a uh, to find the, the, the tenant has to have enough time to to find a new place. In the winter, you can't uh, evict a tenant because it's hard to find a house in the middle of the winter. So therefore, he assumes that Hakanami that uh, that a clay Kodish person. That they that, that they have fixed periods and people hire at the end of the period. He said they don't hire middle of the middle of this man. Certainly, you can't you can't just fire him without proper notice. So because of all these arguments, he says to just fire somebody like this is problematic. And Lafizeh in the second column, he says Lafizeh Yeshlanu Kama Taimushmagelapituyim. There are several arguments, three arguments why he's entitled to some kind of severance. First of all, he says uh, that, that in Eretz Yisrael, again Eretz Yisrael, there was a strong minhag. It's a more socialist country. They have stronger worker protections. There's a strong minhag that you pay uh, based on the amount of years he worked, and that's Yosher. And even though that's not the minhag in South Africa, he says, the, you know, to Israel, that's the minhag. In South Africa, that's not the minhag, but still, it's Yosher, as other postcom said, and you should pay. Second, he said, uh, additionally, he said, you can't fire someone who has a position of uh, minhag of Kodesh, a mishra of Kodesh. Third, he says, the... That they, that, that they can't, that they didn't give him proper notice. So Lamaisi says they, that they should, they should give him something. He says Lamaisi daiti nota that they should they should give they should pay him until the time that that that, that he, he goes through. He discusses how much they should pay him. That they should pay him until he'll be able to find uh, a new position. Even after he has a new position, he's still entitled to uh, some kind of manek, some kind of hanaka for the eight years. That he that for the eight years that he worked for the again for eight months worth of his salary chodesh l'shana kufi amakubal, and if he has uh, if, if he gets a job uh, if he gets a job before the before the termination they don't have to pay him the, they don't have to pay him the the the, the, the tiding over pay, payment until he gets a new job but they still have to pay him the the eight months the eight months is not dependent on his being without a job that day the chodesh l'shana is independent of the fact that he has a, that he has a new job. And he says in Muchan let's pasher tas if he's prepared to to compromise losakim bechitov no adar it's appropriate for him to be flexible he says and the tzibur has to help a talmud chacham and to, to help him midin torah kedosha and uh, and we, the, the tzibur has to help this talmud chacham and they have to warn the, the people firing him not to start off with klei kodesh etc. Sakana to do so, he says, but if, they, if they're willing to pay this kind of compromise, he says, pay, pay, pay this sum, he says, then he thinks that, uh, that, they're do- that they're doing all that's required of them. He says, according to his opinion, He says, also, you should understand, this is specific to his case, he says, These cases are situational, and they, they, they change based on the locale, the circumstances. The, the fundamental rule is to always try to act with someone working in Melech Kodesh that he should be happy, she hates Varatzon. Well, actually, he has to be reasonable too. He, he shouldn't uh, make exaggerated demands because, again, the much money of Tzedakah, Lidrash me Kaspe Tzedakah, Kaspe Tiber, Tzedakah money or Tiber money. Certainly, we're not going to tell them for Lafimashur Sadin to pay him uh, exaggerated large sums of money, but if he's asking for something reasonable. They should be reasonable as well, and not just again, not just cut him off with nothing. In the Sefer Mishpat Apolim, he makes an important point. He says it's Pashut Mishpat Apolim, a contemporary work on on the laws of employment. 
Perak Yudches Ha'arabes. This is on page 114 of the booklet. He writes, in Ha'arabes, Upashut Shafil Lefnimashur Zadin. Even this Hanaka that the Post can talk about, Lefnimashur Zadin, which is a much uh, broader obligation than the strict Din, which is very limited. So even this obligation, Lefnimashur Zadin, even Lefnimashur Zadin, Ein Chiyuv L'Shalem Pitzuyim L'Ovid Kabla. A contractor is not entitled to any kind of pension. Levedivri is an employee, and a Kablan is not. A Kablan is a contractor. There's no Minog either. He thinks it's Pashut that even Lefnimashurzadin does not apply to a Kablan. Not so obvious to me. Again, the, the, how strict we compare it to Evadivri is not so clear. Some postcoms seem to assume that wherever Evadivri Hanaka wouldn't apply, neither would uh and other postkim we saw say no, say that even if there's no Mikhazyska can entertain the possibility, even if there's no din of Hanaka, there still might be Lefimashurza din. If you have a case of a Kablan who worked for a long time and was and was uh, had contributed in a significant way to the success of the business, the fact that he's a Kablan, and what if he's poor and he can't work right now, one certainly could argue that there is Lefimashurza din. Minog, Minog depends on, on the Minog. It's a factual question. Is there a Minog or not? But Lefimashurza din not so obvious to me that there's no Lefimashur Sedin to a Kablan, but the Mishpat Apollam says it's Pashut, in his view it's Pashut, that there is no obligation, even Lefimashur Sedin, to pay any kind of severance to a Kablan to a contractor.